Welcome to Entry Rising, a fourth edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast, a subset of LTM Game. Subset. That's so weak. Yeah. Dude, there is a finite, even with a thesaurus, of number of things you can say. <laughs> you haven't, have, you, have you used a spinoff yet? Well, but it's not a spinoff, it's still part of the same thing. No, the Mobuthal story will be. That's true. Anyway. Who are you? Everyone knows who I am. I am awesome. And, okay. uh, we're just gonna... And a liar. Yes, I'm a liar. A terrible liar. No way, I'm an awesome liar. That's the two So. <laughs> <laughs> no one can see me winking. Oh crap, I definitely shouldn't have said it was illegal. <laughs> oh no, I said it loud, out loud, quite quiet, and the quiet part out loud. When last we left our adventurers, they had found mounds of treasure and had made their way back up to the entrance of the cave confronted people. People had just received a raven, but the letters, which were usually written in Dwarven, uh, was now written in Elven and was given to Gwen, who had been charged with leaving the group. She asked, as we left, when would people like to leave? I was trying to be uh, as diplomatic about that as possible, but... Roll diplomacy! Yeah. Oh. No, wait, that's not my job anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say it in your Spengali voice. <laughs> TJ, make him roll diplomacy. Poodle's face is ashen white from what he's heard, and he sits down hard and does not respond to Gwen. Aerith says, Did you not hear her? Literally as innocently as possible. <laughs> Maybe if I shout it louder. I will He's repeat actually legitimately it for asking. you. Perhaps all that sitting on your ass is make sure your ability to hear is lessened. I'm unfamiliar with the anatomy of dwarves. Are your ears on your ass? <laughs> so wait, this character means that Steve just gets to be an ass but get away with it because he's trying to be yes. innocent? Yep. I'll put the, I'll, it's always the, the little asterisks after everything I say. Is that why you made this character? See, Paul, Paul spent telling. his time trying to finesse the rules. Steve spent his time trying to finesse the gameplay of being a jerk. Exactly. Yeah. The societal structure. Way to min-max our interaction, Steve. <laughs> well played. Well played. So, Poodles continues to stare ashen-faced at the fire, and... So he, did, he didn't hear Aerith? Or didn't acknowledge Aerith, I should be more precise? He did not acknowledge Aerith, and he did not acknowledge Gwen. Of them. It was apparently something that Gwen said upset him. Aerith uh, stands up, moderately concerned, and walks over to Poodle and says, Did you hear... <laughs> Louder. Did you hear what she said? Turn your hearing aid up. <laughs> and although Google makes a slight jump when Aerith approaches and speaks so loudly, he does not make any other movement to indicate that he's planning to respond or will respond or anything. So, I have a somewhat possibly pertinent question about things. Well, first of all, Matt, did you listen to the episode where you weren't the two episodes where you weren't? Here? I haven't had a chance yet. Okay. Uh, my other question is, is Gwen related to Boothel? <laughs> is Gwen oh. related to the Firemount clan? <laughs> I assume you're asking me. Oh. How am I supposed to know? I didn't hear the episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. Yep. 
it is not my intention. I, I, I guess related. there is a possibility that Gwen would recognize who Boothalt is. Eh, maybe? No? Anyway, she's. I guess she's a wandering trailer trash or something. So. Yeah, I mean, my understanding is that Gwen has never spent a long period of time with elves or dwarves. But because okay. of her, fill in those cracks if you'd like to, Matt. But What with being a huge slut? <laughs> Thanks. Got no time for family. <laughs> Every, everybody knows her. Everybody knows about her. We go from place to place, so... Have to Why is it the same? My understanding is that your parents are traveling merchants. Yes. So that they would yeah. be traveling between just the elves and the dwarves. They travel Between everyone else, so. yeah. Right. Seeing everyone... <laughs> Seen everything, done everyone, done everything. Must be riddled with STDs. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I have the the ability to remove one condition from. Oh. <laughs> that was prior to this whole thing. That was a natural ability. Matt, did you readjust your height based on the fact that you're dwarven? Half uh, dwarven? I forgot to on the sheet, but yeah, the the whole idea was I'm quite a bit shorter now. Yeah, the thing is. Approaching six foot is even for tall an elf. for an elf. Yeah, no, it was. D&D. I'm definitely more like five foot. Yeah. Okay, just yeah. checking. I got to get my visual in my head because you're no longer cute. You're like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not quite. Mad Isn't her mad. charisma like eighteen? Mm-hmm. That's just yeah. a strong personality. Yeah. You've met girls in your life that are <laughs> awesome, but you would like they fell off the ugly tree. I mean, it's not their fault. I'm not blaming them. <laughs> Now Aerith has yet loudly yelled in Boothal's ear, and his reaction was he moved because apparently the loudness of it got to him, but he still not said anything. And Aerith, so if he just still doesn't respond, Aerith turns to, to Gwen and says, "He appears to be in some sort of catatonic state. Uh, perhaps we should start taking him. You know, perhaps we should get our rest and get on the road because he appears to be unable to do anything." Uh, is still just sitting there, like, he hasn't really, other than looking a little bit smug, he hasn't really reacted, but he will just sort of look up and say, I do not believe our task here is finished. I understand Uh, these are orders, but are we not trying to discern what is happening with the undead here? And they're the cryptic remark that elven blood will lead to eternal life. Uh, do we believe that will be solved from an empty cave? I don't believe this was related to that, but surely it is something we should figure out before we leave this area. You presume that the thing that we are looking for, or that this is an isolated cult, then? Or do you believe that this is something wide, uh, has a wider reach? I just believe that this is where we first heard about it, so this is perhaps where we should begin our search. All right, I'm trying to remember. Did I have any other information about where these people were, other than they just came from the West. Does anybody remember? I don't uh, think you had any that you shared. No. Is TJ still with us? I'm still here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I, th- I think I think <laughs> all I knew is that this guy came from the West. I don't know that it specifically meant near this cave, or it could be further West. Right. It could be somewhere else right. that we've missed. So, so then Kiffan will address Boothol. I guess, which, which direction do we need to take oh. Boothol? Right, that's what he's going to say. So, Uthal, as we deliver you to your home, in which direction would that be? Are you... Aerith says, I did did tell you that he's in a catatonic state. Mm -hmm. He may not respond. 
I was gonna say you're just talking to him, right? Yeah. Yep. He's he's still just staring into the fire, staring. <laughs> I'll get up and. Aaron says, "Do we have any smelling salts?" <laughs> I'll get up and walk over to him and place a hand on his shoulder and uh, try. To, I'll use my di- I'll use my diplomacy. I'll try to make it you know kind of a gentle and I'll look into his eyes and say, "The Raven Queen is asking a great deal of you to." to go to your people and did it say to lead them uh yes yeah and and to lead them as a great responsibility i'm sure you'll be up to the task as, as soon as you touched his shoulder he ceased looking at the fire and turned and looked at you and all he says is i i can't go home i cannot return and why not he he looks down and although most of his face remains ashen white what you can see of his cheeks does tinge a little bit red. He says, By Morden's be... Then he catches himself realizing what he was saying. He says, Old habits, they do die hard. I cannot return to my home because it holds nothing but fear for me. Service to the Raven Queen is never easy. It does rankle at times. And I'll look over at Aerith. Boothal... It finally catches, you know, snippets of what you've been saying. He says, and he angrily stands up and shouts, looking at both of Kavan and Aerith. You both had chances. You both are tasked to serve now as recompense for the additional chance that you have been given by the Raven Queen. If you choose not to serve her, that is your choice. But then you will lose this chance. It's also your choice. Have you lost your faith? I said not that I... If service were easy, it would not be worthwhile. He says, I have given more time to the Raven Queen than you've seen on this, in this life. <laughs> that goes for both of you. Eris says, to be fair, I don't know what, how long I've been alive. I turn and look at him. How do you not know how long you've been alive? I say, it's complicated. <laughs> And, uh, uncharacteristically, cat fan... Cat <laughs> I think that's the first time I fucked it up. I don't think so. It's canon now. <laughs> Kefan will, will turn to... Who will? Kefan will turn to Gwen and be like, it is complicated at times. Oh, look, they're friends now. Mm-hmm. We're gonna cup each other's nuts no, and balls. No, but... Kefan is slowly realizing that he might have more in common with Aerith than he might wish. We're two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. Kefan's realizing that... Mine's the good side. If Aerith <laughs> took off her glasses, she might be the most beautiful person in high school. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally a makeover movie. <laughs> right. Makeover? She's wearing, her, she's, wearing, she's wearing overalls. And her, her, she's got her hair up in a ponytail. <laughs> right. If you just show some cleavage. That would solve most of life's problems. Yeah. Only we could get a bar to like... play some music. We could do a mm-hmm. montage. Well, I feel like we... cleavage is really the seat of beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Shut you guys up. I'm, I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> I win. I made I know... Steve not have any words. I know I've been trying for like 15 years. 
I mean, geez, you're a boob guy. But wow. I'm just waiting for like the, the bumper sticker or the shirt he's going to make with that. <laughs> I mean, I just I just always have thought that if Paul had boobs, we would never ever see him. Absolutely not. You, could, you wouldn't hold on a job. You'd become one of those, like... 500 pound shut-ins but you'd be content because your boobs would be bigger he'd get get one of those wheelchairs for people who like have severe cerebral palsy but he could like use his hands up on his breast at all times but could like still operate things with his mouth mouth to be able to drive it's like he's still game with us he just like pick up the dice with his mouth sounds like I now have a purpose for my retirement account (laughs) While you guys are slowly falling in love, Boothel yells, Enough of all of you! And he storms off out of the firelight. Aerith says to <laughs> Gwen, Good job getting him out of that catatonic state. I was worried there for a moment. <laughs> Apparently I have my ways. Is he... Wiles. You mean yeah, Wiles. Exactly. Feminine Wiles. Yep. Is uh, Boothel like marching away, like, leaving, or is he just trying to, like, get a little distance? Did um, he leave stuff behind? Yeah, I was going to say, he didn't, like, pick up all of his things, but he just started walking. So we can rifle through his stuff. Sweet. I guess. Mm-hmm. Nah, I wouldn't do that. I'll turn and I look at the other two. But... Like, I think he just needs a few moments. It's probably a lot to take in. I don't know what, what he has in his past about home, but... I say, perhaps it's because he's afraid of being underground. Is, is what? that what was wrong? He had. It's quite clear that he has a mild fear or mild to severe case of claustrophobia. Unusual for a dwarf. Unheard of for a dwarf. I can see why that would cause some problems if we're uh, if you're tasked to go back home. Yes. Do we know of any way of curing such a uh, phobia? I've heard that immersion works very well. <laughs> Perhaps we should take <laughs> it back under rocks. Into... Don't be mixing player knowledge with. Character knowledge, Steve. <laughs> Why? I believe that that's probably true. And Aerith believes that to be true. <laughs> right. Aerith is a student of psychology. I think maybe he just I, needs a big I hug. I think you should go give him a hug. <laughs> tell us how that works out. Well. I was really expecting the, why didn't you tell us that sooner, speech. Mm. No. No. Kafan pretty much thinks it's amazing that you can, like, put pants on, so... But not shoes. <laughs> right. Shoes still elude him. Hmm. That's it, the real reason. It's the knots. <laughs> Kefan just says, well, it is his choice. I say we rest. Well, we have little mm-hmm. choice but to rest. Or did we already rest? No, th- oh, we're in the middle of our rest, aren't we? I think we are resting. This is your, okay. this is your extended rest, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so don't get wor- too worked up about it. It won't count. We're supposed to be resting. Gwen, what what should be our next move? Whoa. Ooh, we're going to get the raven head again. Yay. I believe at this point, control of the raven head should probably go to solely to Matt. Oh, just because he's the most dependable and honest? What a cheesy pile exactly. of crap. No, because Gwen is the leader. <laughs> I'm the leader of the pack. No, 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 leader. Leader. Batman. <laughs> I mean, leader. <gasps> Another bean shaped like the leader. I'll put it with the others. 
because I was going to keep an eye on Boothole for a little bit, make sure he wasn't going too far. If he was just trying to get some distance, I was going to let him be by himself. But yeah, if it was looking like he's going to like wander off into the night by himself, then I might go try to you know track him down and talk him out of it. I will say to Gwen, I would like to get some sleep. Would you like us to set up a watch? It's probably appropriate since we're out here where we don't know what's about. I don't know if we can count on uh, Boothel to be alert this okay, evening. I, he will, Gareth says, but he probably will be awake. True. But if he goes back into his state again, would something just slip past him without his notice? I'll stay up first. You two rest. Kafan just nods and turns to go to sleep. And like Woody from Toy Story when the adults and children approach, he just goes limp. <laughs> Gwen keeps a watchful eye for the first part of the evening and nothing of any particular note occurs. Who do you wake to take the next shift? I'll uh, wake up Aerith next since I think having a interrupted sleep would uh, affect him less. Okay. Oh, just because I'm undead, huh? Mm-hmm. Racist. <laughs> weren't you talking about you? I said this you before. Talking? Racist is not. Oh, sorry. Undead is yes. not a race. Yes, it is. No, In it's this not. World, when you go to the, the section of the book where revenant is, where is it listed under? Races <laughs> is the right answer. Don't you have a? Don't you have to pick an actual race though? I, I'm that's what, I, that's not what I was. That's not what I am. Jerk. Oh. Okay. So stopping such a okay, racist. Then, <laughs> then fine. You were specific. Stopping such an undead. Stupid Steve is saying how you trance, not actually sleep, so poking you in the middle of the rest would not be as a big of an effect as poking someone who really sleeps. That's what you think. That's fine. Just be a racist. Mm-hmm. Try, to, try, to, try to justify it however yes. you want. Go right ahead. Well, I'll get up and If take it hurts off. your feelings, then you need to tell me. <laughs> I left my feelings in the cave. <laughs> By a puddle. Yep. <laughs> I saw it. I thought it was a good place to put it. Okay. Alright, I'll take a so, nap. So let me know if anything happens on my watch, otherwise I'll just continue to take watch. Aerith, you continue to take watch. It is boring. Good job, Aerith. Good job, your eyes put everything away. Do you wake up Kafan? Yep. Okay. Your turn. Cad fans awake. Okay. I perceive around me. You perceive all. Yes. All is rocks. I'm especially good at perceiving angels, devas, devils, and rakshasas. No, just so rocks. So if there are any of them in the area. Not, huh? ra- not rakshasas, just rocks. Oh. And as your um, shift comes to an end, the sun breaks over the horizon. Has Boothel returned? He is not, but as the sun starts to shine on the mountain, you see him maybe three, four hundred yards down the face of the mountain path. It's, you know, he's about that far in a straight line. You have to walk about a mile to get to where he is. But um, why would I? I wouldn't walk there. Well, I'm just saying, you know, you can't walk straight from where you're at to where he is. Like he obviously wound back and forth a bit during the night to get to there, but he's still within your sight. Does the sun rise in the east? It does rise in the east. 
Okay. What a weird world. Which which direction does it set in? <laughs> also the east. <laughs> it just goes up. <laughs> so. I do believe this world has irregular spin. That was established in your backstory. Well, it has a quantum spin. It has a quantum spin state, but it can't be observed, so no one knows if it can spin up or spin down. No, because you said that the dude, the lead who the did the incantation, did it from dawn to dawn on the longest day of the year. I thought I said dawn to dusk. No. Oh no, I said dawn to dawn. You're correct. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't that imply a, a, a complete day period would be longer than other days? Mm, no. What? <laughs> it's exactly the same every single day except for that one day when it's longer. Oh, all right. Sweet. Yeah. And it only comes around once every thousand years. That's why uh, I picked that day. Uh, okay. It's like leap year, only their year just takes care of it. Attacking <laughs> the planet's like, I don't want to mess up your nice ca- calendar, so... Right. Instead, I'll right. change. I'll accommodate you. It's very, it's very it's magic. Mm-hmm. Some wizards were like, "Damn, my calendars are completely off. <laughs> Got to fix the Earth." <laughs> wah, 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 I can imagine that an obsessive compulsive wizard is the one who destroys everything. <laughs> Trying to, you know, bring the moon closer <laughs> or whatever. Oh, back, back, right there. Stop. Nope, too much. <laughs> I presume that at a certain point, both. Aerith and uh, Gwen wake up, and you guys determine that it's time to head out? Yes, we do. Gwen is in charge, so we are, I will tell you that unless something changes, I'm simply doing what she tells me, as the now new leader that I have currently. I look around, and so where's Boothal? I point. You guys are going to be so mad later when you find out that the letter in Elden just said, hey, welcome to the group. <laughs> 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 Okay, so Gwen, you now know where Boothill is. He also seems to be moving around, and it's actually, actually he's made, he has started making his way back up the mountain. All right, let's uh, gather our things and go collect Boothill. Probably by the time you're done collecting your things and putting out the fire, he'll be back up by you. Okay. Boothill arrives back up, and he begins packing his things. And once he's all ready, he points. He says, the journey will be long. I hail from the dusty... How, how, about how many sessions are we talking about? <laughs> I hail from the dusty mountains. And uh, now that we're on the map, the dusty mountains are the ones that are all the way on the east coast. Well, not on the east coast, but on the eastern side of the continent. Oh, bollocks. So why is he so concerned about going home? We can't yeah, it's gonna easily die than his life to get there. <laughs> so he didn't get calluses and maybe a chafing... Much chafing. Yeah. So, like, towards number five? Where's the raven head now? Okay, so, the raven head, if you bring your map back to the left, is bing, just south of the one. Scandinavia? Right, near Scandinavia. And so then we have to go... I'm assuming we're going to take the road. Oh, so then, so Boozle will offer to you, the roads might be fastest if we take the north road we will have a choice as we start moving into the Greenlands and can either go north and hope to find a ship at one of the small ports stocking up on fresh water or we can... There's no ports just north of where we are right now? In Scandinavia? Well, we could go to where one is 
but it would be north of that or near the near obviously the water. So one is Sasa, and Sasa is the governing city that controls all of the lands there. They do not allow ships to trade directly with the farmers that are under their control. The only port that they're allowed to work in and out of is over here, and all trade must be conducted there. Everything is very bureaucratic, and therefore it is also very expensive to get passage. Uh-huh. It's also, even though this port is closer to those southern lands, or rather this bay is closer to those, because of how dangerous those shoals are, uh, no one sails into there, and there isn't a usable port on that side. So a boat here could be traveling east. Not even some lovable be... crazy sea captain? <laughs> Perhaps named Ron? Or Sid. Maybe he has an airship. Are the hot Ooh. pants. That would probably get us around really fast. Mm-hmm. Boothall totally has an airship. So, if you could find an airship, that would be spectacular. However, airships <laughs> incredibly, <laughs> incredibly rare, and you might find yourself waiting for months before you found one. There are, in fact, less than the fingers on your hand in the entire world. But what if I have that weird disease where I have a sixth finger? What if I what if I went to the top of the mountain and flashed my boobs? <laughs> Would that get them there faster? Although they are glorious, they are not bright enough to attract an airship. And also, I believe I said before that. Oh no, I don't think I said that. Never mind. So we'd have to first get through the gates to enter Saga and. Don't worry, TJ. I could hear the sounds of the trains on this railroad. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, All right. um, off we go. So Let's guys, start walking. Well, no, I mean, you guys can go there, but you might end up spending all of your hard-earned treasure. And, like, my understanding is that the fan is fairly new to being alive, that Eric <laughs> doesn't have much money, and that Gwen just ran away. So, I mean... I have money. Okay. I'm also three. So, watch your tone. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you guys like to go to Sasa, we can certainly go. We can look for a passage. I'm just... I'm telling you up front, it will be very expensive, and you might not have um, much of your money left when we're done. It will, it will... Or we just kill people, take their ship, do it ourselves. So wait, Bootho lives lived in the mountain strip that's between like the green and the yellow. Yes, they're. I am naming them now. They are the Dusty Mountains, named so okay. because of uh, the desert to All the dust. east. <laughs> yes, just like the Rocky Mountains, so named because they are rocky. Yeah, because that's where Rocky was shot. Yes. Rocky wasn't shot. That's why he was still alive to coach his son in the new Rocky. But. But he went against a guy named Tommy Gunn. Now, I, I think you're, you're thinking of Dick Tracy. Now um, I'm Prune so, Tracy. So, so, <laughs> Boothel, take that, take that. so here's the deal. <laughs> Boothel has pointed out, like, here's the roads you can take. And you guys mentioned, like, isn't Sasa very close to us? And... He very much stresses, like, the it's very expensive. You guys can all make an insight check. I was going to say, is he afraid of 
Water too. Water too. He's afraid of everything. Worst dwarf ever. <laughs> well, all dwarves are scared of, of that. Every dwarf TJ makes is really messed up. He's the best ever. Some of them think they're elves. <laughs> also, I totally got a 24 on my insight check. And I got a 26. Okay. Damn you. Mm-hmm. I mean, hooray for our group. Yeah. Go team. Uh-huh. Does it really matter what I roll? Well, do you want to know? <laughs> I got a 15. Okay. You can all know. You would probably wager that his, you know, repetition about how expensive the boat is probably has less to do with him not wanting to take the boat for water reasons, since he suggested, like, we could look for a boat up by the bay, like over here, where the Greenlands and the Deadlands meet, and more to do with the fact that getting to a boat faster would mean arriving there faster. And he's very... You know, he's pushing for the slower route for a reason. You guys certainly don't need to have sympathy. I think you certainly don't need to have sympathy with that, but like, that is the reason. Or that appears, that is what your, you know, what your reading of him tells you. A faithful servant endeavors to do Our Lady's bidding as efficiently as possible. (laughs) You were going to say biznatch, weren't you? (laughs) Her business. We all heard it. It was somewhere between bidding and business. Biznatch. I heard it. Bidness. I still said what I said. Mm-hmm. He doesn't react at all. He he sort of twiddles nervously and lets that go over his head, or, or lets that pass by without remark. Again, you can kind of read from that, like, he doesn't want to point out that he doesn't want to go. He laid out two paths. He tried to make one look more desirable. Actually, he laid out a path. You made a suggestion. He reluctantly pointed out its virtues, but very strongly pointed out its flaws. Tried to make his way seem the better option. But he is looking expectantly at Gwen, waiting for a decision. I'm trying to say, do I, uh, <clears throat> would I have any people I know in Sansa? Well, so here's the other thing. Your parents did just go into Sasa. Like, they were trying. Yeah. Like, that, that's where they were waiting to go into when you mm-hmm. snuck away. So if they're not still looking for you at the, you know, entrance between... They totally between don't care. Yeah. No. Well, I'm just saying, like, I think you left like, them a good, note. She finally moved out. Well, <laughs> yeah, we don't have to stop paying for that crab medication. <laughs> Delicious crabs. Didn't you... Oh. Matt, didn't you say that Gwen left a note before she left? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, they might have tried looking, but when they realized that, A, she was gone, and, B, she went to go do this thing, like, once they were unable to find her, they might have just made their peace with it and moved on to Sasa. I mean, it's up to you guys, though. Or, rather, it's not up to you guys, but my point is, it's one of two ways. Like, there are... CTJ, it's late, and you slipped, and you said the underlying truth that you're not supposed to say that we really don't have a choice, and that our choices really is there don't a, matter. Is there a train to the Dusty Mountains that we could get on? <laughs> Did anyone else hear me say that very early on? Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. So, what I meant to say is, they could right. be outside. All right, guys, looking. come on, ride the train, ride the choo-choo train. Uh, anyone? Can I get no. a, can I get a, no, no. no. <laughs> 
best I would have supported Runaway Train. <laughs> but that's it. Not Crazy Train? But, but that's a one-way no. track. Shut up! God, I hate you! <laughs> I like you that one. You set yourself up for that. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I just want you to die. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? <laughs> All right, uh, Boothel, how about you uh, lead the way for the path? What decision has been made? I suppose we'll we've go decided to, the to allow your cowardice to direct our actions. <laughs> Aerith breaks into to sounding like... Oh, what the hell is his name? Steve Irwin. Oh, we see this... We see a cat fan in his natural habitat. He's been backed into a corner. His body pissed off. He seems to be lashing out. Anything is there. Let's see what the dwarf does. That's awesome, Steve. Okay. Yeah, it was. I plan on doing a schizophrenic as my next character where I can just do this and that would be totally in character. Crikey. Okay, so... Each of these squares is 25 <laughs> miles, right? So, I... Right? Sure. We can... you know, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, each square is 25 miles. So that, that took us, like, like six months or something? <laughs> it's going to take you a real long time. My thought was... Well, we can just fast forward through it all. Mm-hmm. And But, I mean, have, having gained levels in the, in the interim, but... Right. That's like 600 miles on the road. Yeah, to get to the bay, it is like 600 miles to get like over here. All right, so we're traveling along a dusty road. I break out my coconuts. I ride the red line that is showing where we're going. So you guys did decide that you are going to go by foot? Well, yeah. When did? Possibly to find a port, but we're going to shut off in that direction anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um... Would that be the case? That was the uh, oh, crap. I know. I I called this bluff. <laughs> <laughs> we, once we hit the road, we like you know it'd be a whole lot quicker if we just went to Sasa. Well, I mean, I was says waiting for him to be like, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't have anything planned for like six years worth of walking. So yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, no. So I say we just take the big the big road that goes straight across the wild. That looks like the fastest there way. There is no road. Mm-hmm. There is no road to the wild. Yeah, it is. It's orange. It stops, but it comes out the what other end, saying? but it's there. What, it just, like, disappear? So you're assuming that just because there's a road that goes in and a road that goes out that they're connected? Yeah. That's a brave assumption. No, Steve, that's that's a whole other game. That's Pathfinder. Oh. <laughs> And if we take the boat, what, seven seas? I love Rye. So, uh, since we are going to be traveling over land... Uh, Should we be looking for a ticket to ride? <laughs> you can't see the face I'm making, but I'm making a face. <laughs> Aren't you always making a face? Shut it. So, since we will be traveling over land, um, we're going to do it as a skill challenge. <laughs> Damn it, we walked yeah. right into that one. Yes, yeah, we did. Because here comes the dragon that we rolled into. <laughs> hey, I get it, you walked into it. We uh, totally walked into it. Thanks, so, DJ. I appreciate your sympathy. <laughs> All his sheet for tonight said, after we decide what we do, kill the PCs. <laughs> whether it was going to Sasa. 
It would have been assassins or something, and now it's, you know... We end up in jail for walking into town with two questionably living characters, and... (laughs) Right. So, here's how this skill challenge is going to work. We're going to lose? Each square is going to represent a day's worth of travel. Um, In each square... uh, Five miles a day. Is that right? 25 miles a day? Yeah, it's more like 10. That I think you can actually... Like, is the thing in D&D. Don't worry oh, about it. Oh, really? Okay, it's 25. Totally 25. We're fast. Yeah. I feel like 25 for about a week you could probably manage. And then maybe you have to like, agree. take like a, a long day's rest and so on and nah, so forth. Probably not. Okay. It's okay. We've got the Raven Queen on our side. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ugh. Okay. Should just make death, uh, you know, the next over the next sand dune. <laughs> because Boothel seems less than willing to help expedite things, he's certainly not going out of his way to make things slower. He's just not doing anything to expedite things. The skill challenge falls to you three. We're not going to say that each roll is going to be a separate day, but effectively, like we're going to cover your three rolls over a three-day period. So they can all be things that happen the same day or they can be spread out or whatever. The skill challenge rules are once per cycle is the number of times that you guys can use a skill. So, like, if Paul uses it, Matt and Steve cannot. But also, the next time around, Paul can't use that skill. So each day needs three unique skills and no one can use the same skills back-to-back. No matter what, you make progress, but depending on the number of successes you get, there are different outcomes. So yeah. Let's do it. I like this one. first. Uh, so you guys should roll initiative. Okay. I got a Ten. total of 20. Four. Ten. Alright. So it's going to be Caban, Gwen, and Harith. As we start to travel... Kefan is going to use perception to try and discern sort of which path is going to be the path of least resistance for us. That sounds fine. So he's just going to try and guide us. Um, and actually, you know, maybe make it dual purpose. He's As we travel, he's going to try and be sort of watching out for any enemies or uh, any other obstacles that may occur in our path. So, sort of the same thing, but... Okay. Uh, And I got a 21. That is a success. That's, like, my best thing, so... Hooray! (laughs) (laughs) Next up is Aerith. Aerith will use his nature skill to navigate his way around things that are would slow the group down and or look for animals that we could ride. <laughs> Quick, everyone grab a saddle and jump those owl bears. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is D&D. <laughs> no, uh, it would just be using the, the surroundings to look where paths might be that we know might shave time off and things like that. It's twenty. It's a twenty-six for nature. That is a success. Woo-woo. And last up is Gwen. You can't use them back to back. 
so we'll save that. I'm going to say, as we walk along, I assume we're trying to reach the road or we're on the road? I'm assuming you guys were on the road. Uh, at some point, I figured we'd go through a village of, or settlement of some kind, and as we stop for some refreshment, uh, I'll use my streetwise to try to see if I can get any information about if there are any uh, caravans or people that would be able to assist in our transport. And that will be an 11. Okay. That is not a success. Can we burn action points to do rerolls? Yes, you can. I'm not saying you should. I just. Mm-hmm. But I will point out that because this is a long-term one, when we're done with a segment, you won't get it back. You'll have to wait until the next segment is over. So like, you have to, you'll have to go twice. You also can never have more than one during this. So, this maybe is not getting confused. Wait, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not understanding what you mean. All right. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> you can, basically you can use one every, one out of every two times. So like, and you'd still have one. Cause like, this is supposed to represent like a three day period. I don't want to say like, oh, technically you could use one and you'd always have one again cause there's always an extended rest built in. So I'm just saying that you can't use that logic to have one every single time and just always re-roll, but I'm saying you can re-roll one of every two times. Okay. Hmm. Wow. But if you, like, if Matt used it now, he wouldn't get it back until after, or until the start of his third turn. You just tell us when we can use it. <laughs> and so you're sticking with your next I would say use it, Matt, because... This is your best skill, right? Or no. enough? No. Oh, I was I was using it basically to set up. So I didn't know if TJ is going to give us like results after each three day set, and if that influenced which one I use next. I didn't want to burn my good one first. That that was my intent. Was you guys all could go, and then I would sort of. And since I think you guys went with your good ones first. So. Yeah, I went with a good one. So I was saving yeah. it for the next time around, but. Well. Well, sure. Let's let's do it. I'll use the action point. Hey, that's better. How about a 24? That is a success. Woohoo! Okay, it was worth it. So, Fan climbing down the mountain manages to point out several spots where narrow switchbacks are somewhat hidden, but are totally safe, and using them would save you guys a good chunk of time and energy rather than walking miles out of your way to get to a more gradual turn. He also finds the shortest way cross-country to get back to the road, which is likely to be the fastest way to travel. Gareth, there's not a ton of nature in the way right now, because this brown area is known as the Deadlands. There's really very limited growth. But with that being said, you're able to provide wood for campfires each night, and maybe you provide a little bit of natural foraging so that there's a hot meal to go along or to end the day with each day, which keeps everyone's spirits up. Except for Guthel, but he's just a giant wet paper shirt, so. That's my stuff. <laughs> well, how I'm do you sorry. steal my armor? You weren't wearing it. Oh. He likes wearing other men's clothes. And on the last day, Gwen... Because this is, again, this is the Deadlands, there really isn't much here. But you do happen across a caravan, and 
It happens to be a particularly large one. They are headed towards Sasa, and you, using all your knowledge of horse trading and bargaining and general tradesmanship or tradeswomanship, are able to secure for hardly any money at all for sturdy horses. They probably won't win any races, but before where you guys would have been straining to do 25 miles a day for more than five or six days straight, you'll now be able to cover that amount easily. All right. All right. So that ends your first couple of days. Uh, the second day. Or the second set of days, sorry. That's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kavan, you're up again. Uh, so as we are going along, Kafan will use this opportunity to just provide general uh, aid to any travel injuries, general aches and pains, blisters, that sort of thing. <gasps> You'll be giving us massages? That's right. I will be using heal. The whole time Eret's like, a little lower. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my saddle swords are really on the inside of my thigh. Oh, I think I got bit by a snake. I have to suck the poison out. Basically, you're just going to pass you an icy hot patch. Alright, so you said you're using heal? Yes. If that right. seems acceptable. It does seem acceptable. Damn you, Paul, I was going to use that. Oh. Well, that's okay. Too I bad for you. This time. Uh, that's an 18. That is a success. Huzzah. So now we're riding on horses, or are we using the horses primarily as pack horses? I'm sure that you're using them primarily as pack horses, but you do ride them for stretches throughout the day. You're not... You're probably not writing them exclusively. That's what I wanted to know. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna guess Steve's. Go- uh, never mind. Can I have sex with this horse? Is that what you were gonna say, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> well, All you could alive. use endurance for that. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't that I am gonna, gonna use endurance? I know that's what I was gonna say, that. but I wasn't gonna give it away until you made a <laughs> horse sex joke. <laughs> Nothing to do with the horse. <laughs> Does it take so the more endurance to let the horse have sex with you? So, <laughs> in the times when we were not... In Soviet Russia. <laughs> horse riding. <laughs> when we were not riding on the horse, I would take the time to scout ahead. Since you said there's not much out there in the way, you know, I wouldn't have to worry about things springing up on me. I just basically go long distances ahead with my endurance to be able to see what may or may not be coming, be it caravans on the road, uh, be it just other travelers to then run back and alert the group. Uh, you know, if there's an in that, you know, just to give, like you said, probably more moral support to say, hey, we've only got this much further to go, and, you know, there's this spring where we can get fresh water, and uh, there's a tree we can rest with shade. You know, those sorts of things that uh, scouting ahead and, and maybe going just a little bit off the beaten, like the sh- in, off of a, just a straight line forward would be beneficial. Uh, 18. That is a success. And that was endurance? Correct. Okay. Gwen is up. Similar to Aerith, I'll be trying to look for shortcuts uh, or a way to make our uh, travel quicker or easier, but I will be querying anyone we meet along the path and use my diplomacy. Okay. And yes, that will be 
31. Oh my wow. That is a success. How is it? Was that a I, natural 20? I rolled a 19. Oh, good God. Yeah. What skill? What, it was in diplomacy? Good gravy, do you need to talk more? Yeah. <laughs> wow. But see, we need to get situations where there's places to talk, not in the middle of, like, the Deadlands. Right. Listen here, little kobold. Yeah. I want to not kill you. Oh, he just threw the spirit back. <laughs> <laughs> Why stab me? I'm much harder to hit than the guy next to you. Poke him instead. <laughs> you know you want to. We find a uh, piece of plumbing out in the desert, and magically we warp to where we're going. We'll tack on a little bit more, because now you guys have the horses. Okay. I don't have plumbing skill. Although you aren't riding often, or perhaps because you aren't riding often. Or a mustache. <laughs> everyone is... Or, su- or a brother. <laughs> everyone is Let's just keep interrupting TJ. <laughs> from saddle sores. No, I just healed everyone. Badly. Oh, okay. But, this is a recap. Um, yes, this is a recap. I should but, probably stop interrupting. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, let's see. <laughs> Is there a way? Oh, I. Oh, damn it! I was like, there must be a way. Oh, I know. I can hit mute on my computer and then not hear you guys. Okay. <laughs> so, Dan is attending to everyone's blisters, which allows everyone to. I really to, hope he did it. Riding, riding someone getting to a point where it is too uncomfortable for them to ride, slowing down the group as a whole. Just so it makes a little bit of sense how this is going to work out. Aerith and Gwen's activities don't take place until that final day. Aerith runs ahead and finds the broken down inn where Aerith and Uthel first met Kafan at. Again, it was broken windows, door loose on hinges, but it is a safe place, it is a warm place, and although the bed isn't necessarily very sanitary, it is certainly more comfortable than the ground in this part, and a beating of the mattress does just as much for clearing out the bugs as kicking to make sure that there's nothing lying underneath some leaves on the ground. It just so happens that a small party is traveling between Bayara, which on the map is number three, and Sasa, Bayar is a town for hardened people. Most of the people that live there that travel about are woodsmen or near soldiers in their martial prowess. Certainly no one of a hero level, or at least none that are in this party, but still, uh, they come well prepared. At first, there's perhaps a little bit of concern that this hardened group might take unkindly to our party having resided in the inn. However, with her smooth talking, not only does Gwen make fast friends with them, but she invites them into her new inn, which she tells them uh, is part of an inheritance and she's looking to fix up and invites them to stay and uh, makes some money. And we'll say that (laughs) we can add to the group's offers uh, three gold, which is a princely sum for a shit hotel. Or <laughs> Wait, how did we make money on the inn? I, I, he just said that. I she said them. that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I was are, implying are, you were a prostitute. Are, are, Sorry, if that was. Yes, I, I, it was definitely prostitution because there's no way. <laughs> you can have any bed in the place, well, or all three of you can share this bed with me. <laughs> a gold well, that's piece. the case. I'm I'm keeping the three gold then. You you see how it came out to three. So, um, that's the end of the second. That means TJ can hear us. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I unmuted you guys. So we could start up again. Okay. Okay. So it's my turn again? Uh, it is. Wow, I had something and I totally forgot now. Can I sense some sort of magical... Is this going too far, I guess, is my question, TJ. Can I... Like, how much freedom do I have or do you want me to have? Can I say, like, you know, I remember this old, dilapidated, magical portal that's near us and I can figure out how to activate it and, you know, jump us ahead to, say, somewhere else. The future. Like, mm-hmm. like to f- four. So what I will tell you is that I will allow you to do that, but because you're obviously tweaking things quite a bit, that I would increase the difficulty of that yeah. particular check. Okay, that's fair. Okay, I'll do something else instead. So, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna totally do that with a really crappy score. So <laughs> I have my reroll left. I'm gonna use healing to totally find a portal. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna use my ability to bluff. <laughs> hey, look, guys, a portal. <laughs> You're to jump in head first. Watch me. I found a portal too. <laughs> Put your pads back on. I guess I'm going to use stealth because as we're traveling along, Kefan realizes that we are being followed by what he thinks are some unsavory fellows, and he's going to use his stealth not like not just him, but he's going to, as all these skills are like for our whole whole group as we go, he's going to use his stealth to uh, sort of help everyone else be more stealthy and escape notice of these brigands. Okay. Is that better? Mm, I don't know if it's better. I like the portal thing. <laughs> As I say, this is no better or worse than the portal thing. The portal thing was a cool idea. I just had to make it a little bit well, harder because you were asking for it yeah. something pretty sweet. Anyway. No, no, no. You already you already made your bed sleeping okay. in your pants. 17. That is a success. Eric? I am going to uh, try to remember if there are any possible shrines or better yet a temple dedicated to the Raven Queen based on my understanding of religion and basically kind of like a believing that that would be a place that we could replenish and that possibly the Raven Queen might provide more provisions to continue us on this path and to just in general gain more knowledge of her so that we can spread more knowledge of her so you know that in her eyes it would be seen as a win-win 19 No, 20, sorry. And this was religion? Religion. Okay. Correct. That is a success. And Gwen? I am going to attempt to use Insight to determine uh, how best to get Boothal to maybe either cooperate or lend more assistance in this uh, quest to get him back to his home. Nice. Sounds good. And that's going to be a 17. That is a success. All right. So let me move us along real quick. So at this point, I'm pretty sure it's fair to say that TJ was totally the weak link in skill challenges. 
I think we already knew that. <laughs> the, sk- the sky is blue. <laughs> Grass is green. Other say, fun facts. We say TJ was the weak link when climbing was not involved in the skill challenge. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Climb the shit out of that desk. Very true. Okay, Kafan, you detected that there was a group of brigands tracking the group and instructed everybody in how to move stealthily such that your trail disappeared and you did make a lot of noise to further draw their attention after you. You never get a good look at them as they are hooded, although they don't seem quite the right shape to be elves or humans. Aerith, you use religion to try and find a temple or just any sort of holy, a place that was holy to the Raven Queen. You do not find a temple, per se, but you do, in a stand of birch trees, find an altar, which is clearly marked with her symbol. Anyone who wishes, prays there. Kefan does. Gwen will as well. Oh, I mean, I was the one looking for right. it and yeah. definitely praying. I presume as much, but... Um, Can I ask if Boothalt does? Uh, yes, Uthal does pray as well. And it is actually through the prayer and Gwen's maybe eavesdropping that she begins to understand what Uthal went through. And suffice to say that through his prayer, she understands the story that was played out the time that Matt wasn't around. The sh- short and skinny being during an attempt to defend the homeland from a vicious dragon. He lost two friends and was buried for several days under a tremendous amount of rock. He was a heir to the clan and theoretically still is. He does not know if he's being summoned because he, his family has died or for some other reason. But he knows that he hasn't been into a stone place other than, like, a stone-crafted church. You know, he hasn't been into a mountain in 30 years before he went into the mountain view three. Although he was nervous, he thought he was doing okay. But once the stone rolled over him, he just lost all his nerve again. And he's terrified that that will happen, and he will bring shame to the Raven Queen and his family. He's just basically terrified of everything. He gets up and doesn't really notice you listening. So that sort of allows you to now approach him with this knowledge and you can present it as you overheard him or you can not touch the subject at all and just sort of talk with him in a way that comforts him. You decide to spend the night at that particular place and in the morning when you wake up, you all feel incredibly well-rested. The next time that you guys are in a fight, you may choose at some point during the battle to use, um, at one time, a Raven's Queen blessing upon yourself, which will give you plus one to a attack roll and a damage roll. Neat. All right, the fourth day. All right. So I guess at this point I'll go for it. The... You got a reroll, man. I do have a reroll. Do it. Actually, can I cash in my blessing on this? And I'll lose the damage, obviously. It's not attack roll per se, but, uh, you know, this, this is my arcana, you know, from through divine guidance to detect a, this shortcut in our journey. 
Yes, you can. Super. And that would be a 23. You do find a portal. I think that the result of that will impact what Steven Matt do, or at least how they describe it. So for that reason, I'm going to resolve this one right away. Well, wait a minute. Can you not? <laughs> uh, sure. Okay. Well, at least, at least for me. Wait for me. No, that's. Because no. I feel like this is a, a good opportunity. I was going to go back to endurance again because I feel like trying to find a particular portal would be very difficult. And leading the whole group towards it would be foolhardy if it ended up not being the right place. So basically, I could see Kafan making a map with several points on it. But instead of the whole group going, that just sending out Aerith, because of his ability to go long distances, to find these places, you know, on the map, and then come back and basically report what he would find. And then... At this point, he would find one, or what he thinks is one, and would tell Kafan, and that's what we would, we would be heading towards. Huh? Huh? All right. Okay, I have to use my reroll now, because <laughs> I rolled a three. Wait, so you could totally mess up my thing if he fails. Exactly. He Except I rerolled into a 15, and that's a 25. Yeah. There you go. Every other 20-plus has worked, so. Okay, that's a success. Woo-woo. Matt, do you want to go before resolution or after resolution? I can go after. <laughs> All right. So, Aerith, feeling invigorated from his stay at the Grove of the Raven Queen, does go running for quite some time, trying to look at places that Kafan had proposed might contain a waystone or a fairy circle, or any number of theoretical portals which could speed up their progress. Paul, you told me that your total was a 23? Yeah. It could even be, it doesn't necessarily need to even be a portal that, like, whisks us somewhere. It could just be something that lets us, like, move faster. Right. Like, no, like a time stop sort of thing or something. No, I could be saying. Okay. Or re- uh, we ride a sandworm. <laughs> Yeah. But if you don't dance in rhythm, what you won't attract the worm. And do you want to propose what you find, what type of portal it is? And by do you want to, I mean do it. Oh, so I get just to choose what I, what, what is found? Well... Yeah, but remember, if you pick something very outlandish, you will make the, the ability to make it activate and all that jazz harder. So, go somewhere middle of the road. I'm actually thinking what might be appropriate if I think about Kefan's backstory, but I don't want to mess up TJ's world too much. How about this, TJ? Say Kefan points out on a map some locations to Aerith, and as Aerith finds one, he comes back and reports to Kefan that it's sort of a... it's, It's like this small pile of ruins that's sort of up on a little hill. And Kafan just sort of nods and acknowledges that this is, okay, this is exactly what I'm looking for. And they get there up on the hill and it's, it's definitely run down, age worn. It doesn't look like anyone's been here in a really long time. Uh, in fact, much of the runes are worn away. Uh, and somehow Kafan seems to know exactly where to complete the runes. He uses like a little piece of 
charred wood or something to write in the missing runes. And as he does so, it's not like necessarily a portal. The only way I can describe it is compare it to a movie effect, of course. But in Lord of the Rings, when the eye of Sauron, that sort of zoom in effect, uh, when is it Amon Hen that they're on? And yeah. it's that sort of zoom effect that the whole group has their perspective sort of stretched out and shifted as they're sort of projected through space, not through a portal necessarily, but they find themselves, uh, you know, like a few days travel down the road on another similar hill with uh, an even more worn pile of ruins on top. So you're talking about more like two connected points, yep. worm, wormholey. But they don't actually go through anything. It's just they're, it, you know, sort of stretched out and then rubber bands snapped back uh, to the other one. It's somewhat disconcerting. Okay. Creepy. I like it. So, Gwen, go ahead. All right. No one used heal last time, did they? The only thing you can't use is insight, arcana, and endurance. Yeah, I'll use heal and do something similar while I'll be treating any sores or... You know, and then especially since this, we had this little disconcerting travel uh, in case anyone's nauseous or anything like that, that we can keep going kind of right away instead of having to spend a day to recover. Okay. And that would be 17. That is a success. Huzzah. Okay. So Kafan begins to realize that this journey will take, even with the horses, will take a very long time. And it would be worth a bit of a slowdown if way towers could be discovered. He describes what they might look like and what types of areas they could be in. And Aerith goes out scouting, looking for some. He does find some and reports back, and Kathan leads the group out there, completes some of the broken R-U-N-E-S's upon the R-U-I-N-S's. Upon doing that, the writing, both old and new, glow a soft blue very briefly before, as Paul described, everyone feels stretched and then snaps back into place. As Matt described, Gwen immediately goes and addresses everybody's injuries, makes sure that everyone feels okay, and I'm not going to move the cursor because you guys need to determine where you've gotten to. That's on Matt. That's on me. What? Why is it on him? He's our leader. Actually, oh. actually the band's up first. Yeah. Say, it's on Paul. You're the one that opened it. Just because he decides where we go doesn't okay, mean he knew where we go. But I can't actually move the thing. Okay. <laughs> oh, see, that's the reason why. <laughs> what I said where is... Where would you, you like to place it? No, no, no. What I said is, you guys need to determine where you're at. Not move the cursor. I said, you need to figure out where you're at. Oh. Like, you don't know if you traveled 20 miles or 200 miles or 1,000 miles. So you need to... Oh, we're supposed to be I ascertaining can... it? So are we Are we still in uh, our skill challenge? Like, is this... Yes, a, 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 oh, okay. Then I will... Duh. I will use my perception to ascertain where the hell we are. The position of the stars. Yeah. Is the terrain at all different? I, so... I will address that in a second. There are some small number of ancient, for lack of a better word, knickknacks <laughs> on the secondary tower. You guys grab them and decide they could be worth your while to carry along with you. Even though you guys are carrying quite a bit of money between the three of you, or 
before. If you've asked people to help the four of you from no. treasure chest money, you know, maybe you exchange some of it with the caravan. So, but I mean, your bet, your money pops are still rather full. But even with that being said, you feel like carrying along something extra with you is, uh, it's important. Okay. So I just wanted to get that out real quick. This means something. <laughs> So, what were you going to be using, Paul? I was going to attempt to figure out where we are by using perception, and and you know, if it, depending on the time of day, I could use my super sweet Deva scout skills and figure out where we are. Hey, I think I've been here before. <laughs> yep, sound good. I do feel like okay. Oh, how are, I'm, I'm just thinking Sh- like scratch that. I could do something else. How about this? I will use my history skill to know where... The ancient aliens were? Where the... Well, yeah, basically, where the network of these way towers, or whatever you call them, uh, was situated and where that would have taken me. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Ooh. And I'll be going ahead and using my super sweet re-roll... Action point. That was a failure. And I rolled a six again. So I, uh, I'm pretty sure I failed that time, guys. I rolled two sixes in a row. That would be a 12 total. That is not a success. Yeah. Way to totally let the team down. <laughs> I have never once failed a skill check <laughs> in all of the times we've been doing them. In any game, I cannot believe Right. You. Terrible person. All right. Uh, Aerith, it's your turn. I'm going to be using nature. Okay. To figure out where we are. It's kind of kind of simple. If it's not the same kind of terrain, it's you know you relying on what I already know of different terrain types, since we know they're kind of subdivided pretty easily by the map. Uh, more than that, figuring out based on what animal species might be around, what kind of plants there might be, finding where which way the moss grows. I don't even, I don't. Steve doesn't know anything about nature. So this is just <laughs> way to roll, Steve. Steve. Yes. Just say yes. you're going to use nature and roll. <laughs> I'm going to use nature and roll. I thought it was roll. good. Good job, Steve. No, I think you did a great job. That's why I said he can roll now. He did oh. a wonderful job explaining <laughs> oh. himself. And if you fail, <laughs> Matt can use religion to pray for help. <laughs> hey, <how's, laughs> oh, God, help us all. I was mostly I heading that direction anyway. <laughs> did you say I got a 27. Okay. Oh. Yeah, oh. I already said it. Sorry. That is a success. Everyone was talking over me. Right. I wonder how that feels. Oh, wait. Can you tell me how it feels? I can't. Uh, no, but I that, thought I was the only millhouse. <laughs> it's Matt's turn. A pain, a pain I know all too well. <laughs> so this is what it sounds like. So this is what dubs cry. I am going to use religion, but I'm going to attempt to look at some of these knickknacks that we picked up, or anything else kind of around us in the ruins, to figure out if uh, you know if there's a certain deity that's being worshipped or something that would be. This would be a certain region as opposed to a, a different region, or more likely to be. Like, Very did we good. go clear across the world, or are we still pretty much in the same area? Are you okay with that, TJ? Yeah, that's okay. fine. 21. That is a success. All right, so Kafan thinks back to when these towers were old, because even he doesn't have memories stretching back to when they were built or new. But unfortunately, the land has changed too much since he last saw them. So 
he is unable to help in the termination of where you have gone to. Then Aerith offers to help. And he's like, I'm not a dick. I can do this. So he looks up at the stars, looks up at the sky. But most importantly, he looks at the trees. And he is... Cut him in half. Count his rings. <laughs> he is... A- Sorry, I'm a... I've got Teen Hunger Force man. Yeah, I know. Uh, he is able to ascertain that you guys are somewhere within the wild. Oh, super. Good job, Paul. However, you aren't very far into it. If you go over by number four, which is sort of the north, central part of the map, you'll see the orange road which leads to four and away from four. That same road runs... Which one? The orange road? Yeah, okay. No, but I mean, like, which... I mean, to us, it's kind of two separate roads. Which side of it is it? Well, the the Ravenhead is over here. Yeah, I I didn't know... Oh, there it is. That's why I was pinging it over here so you could see it. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't... No, that's fine. My bad. You do, once you take a little bit more time to look around you, see that there's not so much a road anymore because, again, none of the old roads that are entering into the wild are cared for at all. But there are a place where there's a clear swath where trees don't grow, leading away from your current hilltop. And it leads both north and east. There's no grass, there's no bushes, and the dirt is unnaturally level, or at least smooth. And Combined with Gwen's understanding of you know, the writings on the runes, she understands that this is not a place where religion with the current tenets was practiced. This is an old place, which, again, just further substantiates that you're in the new part of the wild, where old civilization used to reside, but now that the wild has spread, it has recently overtaken this area. And so you guys are left with a decision. You can either immediately head out of the wild and be out of here in less than half a day and then travel until you find a road, you can travel across country, or you could take the path that you're on and travel through the wild. To four. Well, I would imagine... What's four actually called? Four is the Keep of Oran. Do we know anything about that? It Anything that has a number on it, you guys know something about, because it, they're like the major points on this continent. Iran used to be a city, however, as the wild expanded, it was one of the areas that was hit the hardest. As, as the creatures became more aggressive, this is one of the places that saw most of the aggression. And so, although much of the city, much of the old city, uh, is nothing but ruins, the center of the city has now become a fort. Would we find sucker there? Or would it be maybe, like... Maybe taffy, but probably not suckers. They'll kill us on sight. No, no, no. The road travels through it. They are welcoming to travelers. They don't take well to people who want to start trouble, but anyone who passes through is welcome to pay for what they have to offer, and more so than that, is welcome to trade for what they don't have. Uh, I, Kefan will essentially look to Gwen to make this decision for us. He's not going to advocate either path. I think we can 
travel along the path you know, as long as we're fairly quick about it. Is this the end of our skill challenge, TJ? If you guys get to four, that will be the end of the skill challenge. Oh, okay. But just to be clear, it's at least two and a half days and maybe three full days to get out of the wild along this path. I believe at this point we should split the episode. That's that's probably good. Ooh, Gwen has quite the decision on her hands. Tune back next time for more adventures. And thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at LTM Gaming. One of these days, I'm going to call you.